another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. It's a Wednesday morning, which means it's time for the latest update on what's happening news-wise across the world when it comes to SAFAs here and overseas. And of course, telling us all the good news and all the fantastic stuff from a very warm, it looks like, Antibes in France. We have Jenny Baxter. Of course, I'm Melanie Walker sitting in a really cold Johannesburg. But welcome to it. And hi, Jen. How's it, Mel? How are you? Absolutely fantastic, apart from the fact that it's freezing. And, um, you know, I mean, it, isn't that just the way to go? The moment that it gets start getting too cold, woohoo, cue load shedding. But I've got something that's going to warm me up and warming me up because you got hold of me and said, Nando's wants to get hold of you. Check this out. It is a bright side kit. Because, ha la 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 la, you've been load shedded. <laughs> so it's time to pick a side. Okay, so I like the idea of this. I want to tell you what's in it, okay? So, I haven't had one of these for years. First of all, they've got two candles, okay? Two oh, that's so clever. That's brilliant. And, <laughs> and what they've done is they've also supplied with a lovely little Zippo lighter with the numbers thing on it. And I've just got to remember how to use a zippo. Remember, we used to tick, tick and do all of those kind of wonderful things. So there's that. And then there's also, um, no better awesome. way than the load shedding day. Viva free sides. Viva 200 rands worth of free sides from Nando's. And then there's also, I'm not quite sure what kind of sweeties these are. But anyway, so it's a lovely little kit <laughs> with candles and a lighter. And I'm very happy. Well done, Nando's. Anything that you need, just flame grilled to actually fill you up and make you feel just that little bit warmer. Yeah, so there we go. Oh, that is so cool. Oh, brilliant. Enjoy that. Yeah, I when days it. are dark, sides are many. <laughs> so you've got to pick one. Yeah. It's difficult the to pick a side. The humor always warms you up as well. Oh, yeah, no, they're absolutely fantastic. All right, so we said, you know, um, load shedding. Yes, it's back again at level two at the moment. So if I suddenly disappear, you know why. No, we're not scheduled in my area, I think, until tomorrow again. It's like from today, I think it was from 10 until 9 tonight or something. And then tomorrow it'll be 5 o'clock in the morning until whatever, for the until Sunday. So let's keep fingers crossed oh, well, that they've kept the cold dry and that there aren't any saboteurs and all of that stuff. Yep, at least we have electricity. Well, one of my colleagues in Cape Town, who normally is doing all the work while I'm doing the podcast, mm. she's being load shedded. So... It's a little bit of a pain, but c'est la vie. Yeah, time for solar. We have enough sunny. I mean, it's a beautiful, well, actually not that much of a sunny day. It looks like uh, it's very gray outside in Johannesburg, which is very odd. But anyway, so we're not going to let gray days get us down. There is a little bit of sunshine. We can get our washing dry. And hopefully we won't have to be washing too many masks in the future, which would be very pleasant. Or creating more, putting masks on, you know, and putting them into landfill. Of course, mine all go into my eco bricks, which I'm making for a friend who needs a chicken hoop. Coop, that thing. Oh, that's great. Talking about chicken landers, you know. Nice segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all on your mind. We've got some South African friends staying at the moment. And yeah, it it takes them like, we've got two different sets of friends. And it takes them about two days to get used to just forgetting about COVID, you know, not having to wear masks, Mm. not... Just, just being normal again. It's, but, but at least now they'll go back to South Africa and it looks like it'll be it'll normal be there as well. well what, what is normal? What is the definition of normal these days? That's all I want. Well, not having to wear a mask. <laughs> hey. Go back and to maskless full, society. 
a martyr society and having um, full sports stadiums again. Yeah, no, that would be great, especially as, I mean, it's rugby season. Of course, the Boca, I'm sure we're going to be talking about them. They've been done so amazingly well. Um, also, we've got, uh, you've got a whole thing here about Gift of the Givers. Because, of course, we, they yeah, hit, well, they hit day zero down in Kaberka. Uh, Port Elizabeth, those who well, don't I know. I think it's days away. I think it's like hours away or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just lovely. The the Musa family who kind of owns Sunfoil, the Sunflower mm-hmm. Oil Company, they were having dinner at some event and were talking to our beautiful Dr. Suleiman mm-hmm. from Gift of the Givers. And, you know, just in conversation, discovered what they were doing and that they were sending borehole equipment down to Nelson Mandela Bay. And so they've thrown in five million rand to help. Which will be a huge help for those people that are just desperate for for water. I can't believe in Tonga they already did Tonga. It was they were six weeks, which is near to where I live, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, or where I come from. Um, six weeks without water before gift of the givers stepped yeah. in and put some boreholes in. That it's, it's insane. Um, <laughs> no, it's crazy. And then the other thing I'm finding quite interesting is watching the conversations in South Africa right now. I don't know if you saw Tom Eaton. Sort of, he's trying to say these day zeros have nothing to do with governance and mm. everything to do with the climate, and then Helen Zill and other people are saying it has all to do with governance. And, and in fact, I think Cape Town has offered Kabeha assistance. Yeah, I personally think it's a little bit of both because a lot of water in Nelson Mandela Bay has gone to waste. Because of governance. Yeah. Look, I mean, you've got to... Plus, it's, it's the climate. People, but, but it's also, yeah, people have got to understand that we are a water-stressed country here in South Africa. So, you know, just think about others as well. Like when we had in Cape Town and people were like, oh, well, I've got water, I'm going to use it. And and people going, oh, well, I have a borehole, so I'm going to use it as well. Those boreholes will dry up one day. So just be a little bit more sussed, mm-hmm. okay? Don't wash your car on bricks. Go and put it in the garden because you can water your garden at the same time. In fact, don't even wash your car. I believe that a dirty car is a happy car. Like a, a noisy tappet is a happy tappet. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting my car fixed at the moment, so there's all that stuff happening. <laughs> What's a tappet? Uh, it, it's a part of an engine, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Part of an engine. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. I was kind of seeing a tulip or something. No, yeah. A noisy we tappet. Had, you know what we had? So... <laughs> On the positive side, mm-hmm. for you being being cold and da da da, is you know last night was the longest night for us in Europe and probably the shortest day for you yeah. in the southern hemisphere. Yeah, it was the solstice. Of June. Yeah, so we, so we had our fabulous, fabulous fête de la musique where all around France people are allowed to just sing and play. You know, people who don't normally get an opportunity, mm-hmm. like nobody would sign them or whatever. So so it's fantastic. The one year I was walking through Antibes and down by a well where the, where the horses used to go, there was this group of French people singing Chauchelosa. Oh, lovely. Which was How nice. Like, Oh, so spiritual, so beautiful, yeah. So it's, it's, it's a fabulous night. Excellent. Do you remember that song, Unbelievable? Yes. Yeah, Unbelievable. I, I'm not going to sing it. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, <laughs> because... <laughs> well, JD was out the other night and bumped into uh, 
the guy from Unbelievable. So she was sending me all this stuff in the oh, middle lovely. of the night, which is quite cool. I, yeah, I used to love him. And then last night, she bumped into a guy who was a huge Johnny Clegg fan. So at the music festival, mm. he was playing Johnny Clegg music. Oh, and of course, there's that big festival, that's, yeah. that, that big concert that's coming up with all those bands um, for the Johnny Clegg uh, tribute. concert, the tri- tribute concert. Yeah, that's, what the, that's the word I was looking yeah. for. Yeah. Okay, so what news have we got for <laughs> expats around the world? Well, next week in London, John Steenhazen from the DA Leader yeah. will be in London to meet with South Africans abroad to let them know, you know, what's going on in SA and his opinion, mm-hmm. and particularly to focus on the cadre deployment and and what they're doing, you know, how they're taking that to court and what they're doing to change that. So anybody in London. I think it's Tuesday evening. Details are on sapeople.com. Fantastic. And it's a free event. Yeah. And there's also some big news happening at the embassy, but I can't say any more. But uh, watch this space. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, well, I'll just have to wait and hear yes. from you then. I'll, I'll tell you next week. You tell us next yeah. week. That's a very good idea. Uh, and, and talking about South Africans doing great things abroad, um, I was so happy to yeah. find out, like the moment that it happened, from a friend of mine whose daughter was the producer of Penguin Town, which, of course, we mentioned before, which went out on Netflix, which I absolutely loved, um, shot yes. in Simon's Town, um, was nominated for six Daytime Emmy Awards, and they got three, including the big one. So, of course, Corin, the mother of uh, Kaylee Christos from Red Rock Films, okay, Corin Abers Christos yeah. was like my closest friend at school. So she said, she knows how much I enjoyed it. She said, oh, they got three awards. So, of course, I just put it up all over the place immediately. I was so chuffed. Oh, so it's very well brilliant. done to them oh, for that, so for that well series. Oh, so well deserved. Yeah, and they, so they were yeah. like sending pictures to her of them uh, on the red carpet and you know <laughs> in Los Angeles and oh, and I'm just beautiful. thinking what a wonderful thing to happen. Oh my goodness! So I'm just checking out what they got here. Um, they got outstanding travel, adventure, and nature series, outstanding cinematography, and that's outstanding sound mixing and sound editing. And the team, the major team, are three South Africans and one Norwegian. So there we go. Well done. Oh, well done, Kaylee and the rest of the team. And, and while we're talking movies mm-hmm. or TV shows, whatever, you know that there was also the launch last week, the premiere last week of Blind Ambition in London. Mm-hmm. And, you know, did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes. Okay, so the, the, the woman who played the girlfriend of Freddie Mercury. Yes. I've forgotten her name now. Don't ask but me. But she's so lovely. <laughs> well, it turns out that her father's from Zimbabwe. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And so this film is about four Zimbabwean refugees who went to South Africa, had never tasted wine because there weren't really vineyards when they were growing up in, in Zimbabwe, had never really tasted wine, but somehow just got lured into the wine industry mm. in South Africa and had a dream to become world-class Fintness. or award-winning wine tasters, yeah. champion wine tasters. And so the film is about that. Erica Platter, you know her and her husband John yes. Platter do the very famous essay Wine Guide. She put a wine expert onto these four guys a few years ago. They did a, a crowd fundraiser. Mm-hmm. So all the people in South Africa helped make this movie, this documentary come true, made it come true that the four guys went over oh, to Burgundy lovely. in France. It is so, so, so heartwarming. I think it's coming out in South Africa in July. Okay. It's a really cool story. Okay, I'll watch out for that. And, and that's true. on? It's coming out on? 
about the 26th of July. And on which channel? Oh, it's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. It'll oh, be like oh, at the Labia Theatre. So it's not on a, on a TV. Yes. Oh, okay. So no. I'll definitely go and have a look yeah. for that. Um, but staying with entertainment, yeah. I see, you know, Binalandas. Yes. Binalandas has a new season to stream. So whether you're in South Africa or overseas, if you've got Showmax International, you can watch it. And it keeps you in touch with your Afrikaans and and just with the beautiful landscape of South Africa. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to the yeah. other stuff for um, news from yes. expats. Okay. So, so and, and can I just quickly say a shout out to two guys who just did so well. There was this enduro competition in Austria. There's like over a thousand entrants, only 500 qualified. Only eight finished mm. in the four-hour qualifying time, of which two of those were South Africans, which is Wade Young and Matthew Green. And Matthew's only 20. He was the only junior to to finish in the time. So absolutely amazing, brilliant, great futures ahead for them. I see there's some other mad people doing some stuff overseas as well. Um, David Belairs, I'm just looking him up quickly. He is... Yeah. The guy who puts together the Cape Argus or the Cape Cycle Tour. So he's racing the planet in Georgia. And they're saying about how hectic it's been with the weather and freezing cold and all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, if you want to go and check him out, um, they've got a whole team over there as well. What's his surname again? Belairs. B-E-L-L-A-I-R-S. So it's a lovely little story he's got going there. I think they're completely mad. Everything that he puts up, I just say, you're mad, you're mad, you're mad. There's no other thing for it. Anyhow. All right. So now news from expats. Oh, what else have you got? Yeah. Can I tell you my Drake and Black Coffee uh, news? Mm-hmm. Is it Drake? You, you obviously know. Yes. Drake suddenly dropped the surprise album that nobody was expecting. And it's called Honestly Nevermind. And a lot of people, when they heard the album, they were like, yeah. Honestly, never mind. Yeah, you know, never they, mind. they weren't in love with it because it's, it's not your normal Drake kind of music. Instead of sort of hip hop rap, mm. this is actually house music. Four of the tracks have been produced by Black Coffee, South oh, Africa's cool. okay. winning DJ. Yeah. But the initial reaction was, really resistant to it but people drake said yeah 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 i'll wait for you all to catch up and basically people are catching up (laughs) and and what it is is that they saying post pandemic it's actually time for everyone to dance again to get moving to get happy and so that's why he's done a house music album fantastic Yeah, yeah. Talking about people doing wonderful things musically as well um a friend of mine gavin koppel and who's Danny Kaye's yes. daddy. He's also on LM Radio. And, I mean, he's working with my old producer from Radio Today, Jackie Kanapi. And they do the best show. And, like, whenever they know I'm listening, they always start, like, ragging funky me. Funky monkey. Yeah, the funky monkey. But they, yeah. they start ragging me. And, like, I'll, I'll send them messages, WhatsApp, saying, you guys, I better stop it. I'm going to come and get you. Anyway, he's um, <laughs> been overseas and been having an absolute blast going to wonderful concerts and posting pictures as well. Yes, and you saw obviously that he went to Paul McCartney's yeah. concert yeah. on the eve of his 80th birthday. I know that man can, can still rock and that? roll, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? But you know, Mick Jagger's out there as well right now, 78 years old. Yeah. He just got over his COVID and he's back on stage and. 
Italy or somewhere. The person that, of course, yeah. like always, um, the two people that really kind of get me going is Cliff Richards, who still looks like Peter Pan, and Keith Richards. <laughs> the two Richards. <laughs> <laughs> who looks yeah, like he's so been around true. since God was a boy. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. All right, so let's go on to <laughs> some true. local good news. Yes, there's so much. Have you seen the whole bribe rookies thing? I, I know what a bribe rookie is. <laughs> oh, no, I've said it. Bribe brookies. I don't know what bribe brookies Not, are. I'm pronouncing it wrong. Okay, so you know brookies like you wear brookies. Okay, so so what it is. Underpants is for those of those this... people who don't know what brookies are. <laughs> okay, but, the, but these are shorts actually. Yeah. And they're made from dishcloths. You know, those like checkered. Um, yes kitchen dish so that yeah so that when men are brying Mm -hmm. they can uh, wipe their hands (laughs) on the dish okay that sounds like a good idea yeah, so the whole thing's been going viral. Everybody getting really excited. Videos on TikTok, ba ba ba. But there is, they've been, you know, as soon as it was launched a couple of months ago, there've just been so many copycats. So now there's a little bit of controversy over who really started it. But okay. I think it's a Cape Town guy, Cape Town guy, Jason Hardy. But listen, I mean, the whole thing is, as if something's on TikTok. I mean, they actually everybody goes and does their version of whatever everybody else is doing on TikTok. Okay, and then they post that. I think he wasn't on TikTok yeah, first. Yeah, but I'm so, just saying. He's this saying is the problem the with TikTok is that they will take it and make it theirs. So, you know, yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay, whatever. Go and get something original. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and I see that you also, um, Drakensburg Boys Choir has got two nights in Job. I'm going tomorrow night. Taking my pixies oh, along I'm so for a bit glad. of culture. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, divine. And so you're taking both of them? Yes. We are going to oh, go so and lucky. listen you got to the plus boys. Two. I got a plus Aww. two, yes. I, I I got hold of the wonderful Colette Dawson and said, is there any possibility because you're going to have to make me cho- choose between my children and they both want to go. Sophie's choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I said, you know, um, I can't I can't really do that. <laughs> so she yeah. said, no, she'll see oh, if she can, brilliant. which is fantastic. Okay. And we'll have an article on SA People today yeah. for anybody who didn't know that they were going to be in Gauteng and and all the details on how to get tickets and everything. Okay, fantastic. Oh, yeah, I was just about to yeah. say that um, I've, I follow a whole bunch of different things. And, of course, um, I was until I had to teach at the same time that they run Park Run. Um, I used to go and do the Park Run at Delta Park all the time. And then I was I like, thinking about that, and, and I'm friends with Bruce Fordyce. I mean, we used to do a lot of stuff for Etuba together. And I see, oh, he's over in London doing stuff with Park Run over there because, of course, he's the one who's championed it here in South Africa. Yeah, because he ran in London in 2011. Yeah. I never realized that. Hmm. He ran in a park run at Bushy Park and said, oh, this has got to go to South Africa. So it was him, and he's yeah. the president of Park Run. Yes. Who knew? And, yeah, and now great. he's doing an even better thing. He is um, champion getting 200 fibrillators. I can never pronounce that word. Um, <laughs> Defibrillators. Did I say it right? That's it. Defibrillator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Too many L's and R's in that for you. Defibrillators. <laughs> but 200 of those. So they, they have got a backer buddy campaign. We have got details on the site. Anybody who wants to support, you know, he says not a lot of people do have problems at Parkrun, mm-hmm. but if you have a problem, there's a 65% increased chance of survival if there is a defib 
on, on hand. <laughs> She's not going to say it again. <laughs> no. uh, and what, about, what other people have been helping other people? Oh, there's a lovely story. A guy, Kubis Late. Mm-hmm. He, he actually, you know, Smith's Winkle that Wilbur Smith used to often put in his books, the most beautiful bay. Mm-hmm. And you've got to go down lots and lots of stairs to get to it. I'm not saying it wrong. Smithswinkel. Anyway, it's beautiful. And he he actually runs camps there Mm -hmm. for children from townships. So if anybody ever wants to support him, because they obviously were not supported during lockdown, um, they do a lot of good and there are a lot of kids on on the waiting list. But what he did recently is that Zone Radio announced about a woman who was desperate for a wheelchair for her her daughter and she was having to carry her daughter everywhere and you know Anna with Tara it's it's too heavy to carry your child mm, everywhere mm. you know and so she 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 was desperate and Kurbis remembered that Taiwan sponsors wheelchairs in Cape Town and walking aids so oh. I, I don't know how it happened and so he got hold of Felicity Purchase who is the counselor in Fishhook I think mm-hmm. and she got hold of the Taiwan people and and there they the, the wheelchair has been Excellent. delivered. And, How lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, um, and now I see you've got here as well something which um, we're not going to get too much into the discussion about it. Okay. But then there's been a lot of things happening. I've seen all over Facebook and in the news about letting the Ellies at the Joburg Zoo go back to where they came from. Or not to where they came from, I but go to a different place. No. Yeah. A rewilding place that's yeah. just more natural for them. Yeah, I mean, it's groundbreaking, the court case, the application that's just been uh, lodged mm. at the South African High Court, and it'll be for the three elephants to be – I think Lummi is the most famous yeah. of the three. Uh, there used to be those free Lummi bandits yeah. and whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, according to them, the, the, the elephants are not being looked after at Joburg Zoo how they should be, and children could learn a lot more by watching some live streaming of them. Mm. That's what they say. And then there's a community leader, a koi guy, who who's also saying, you know, all these droughts, all these things, it's, it's because we're not treating nature with respect and animals should be in the wild creating rain. Mm. Okay. But then just remember, as, yeah. of course, that a lot of the animals that have ended up in the zoo have been taken from places which were not optimal. And there are yeah. some animals that cannot be rewilded. So, and, and zoos do actually do a lot of good, not just with their own and a animals. Lot of research. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of research that goes on. A lot of the money goes into, like, you know, the, the chimpanzee, um, what's it called? The refuge, refuge up in, I think, in Pumalanga somewhere where the zoo is very involved with that as well. So don't yeah. always kind of demonize the zoos unless they're really bad zoos. Yeah. Joburg Zoo is actually fantastic, and there are a lot of kids who get to see animals in the flesh that they, they would never have seen except in pictures. And it's like, you know, kids but who don't know where their meat comes from is... because they've never seen a cow, you know, a real cow. 
Yeah, but then what they're saying is, you know, to, for, for these children to see the animal in the flesh, you're just treating the animal as an entertainment value. Mm. You know, what is the benefit to the elephant? No, yes, there's no, benefit, there's to no the benefit for the elephant. I totally agree. So I'm going to talk both sides. As this, you know me, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Libran and I'm yeah. a lawyer, so I'll always debate both sides. But anyway, so yes. yeah, let's just see what happens with that. Okay, right. What, what have you got coming up on the side? I mean, we've got so many things that are so good that we can talk about. But what is coming up on SA People, the big story for next week? It's about our founder, uh, one of our co-founders, co-founders, mm-hmm. Amanda Sturgianis. I'm not sure if you ever met her, Mm-mm. Mandy. And when Mandy was living in London, her baby uh, nearly died from an anaphylactic shock. Mm-hmm. And Mans has gone through incredible stuff, you know, having to drive to hospitals in Cape Town, you know, not knowing if her child's going to make it. Really horrific stuff. And she's finally written a book, but it's a beautiful book for children who also have allergies. And it's called The Only Thing I'm Not Allergic To. The Only... Peanut. Peanut. I'm not allergic to is my dog, Peanut. Okay. And actually has the most gorgeous little sausage dog called Peanut. Um, <laughs> so it's about, it's about that and it, it's just beautiful because it just makes kids feel not so scared to go into hospital, mm. to have an EpiPen, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll That's good. all yeah. the details next week. And yeah, you can get it. Fantastic. And I mean we should we should get into I mean I'm I know I'm allergic to Johannesburg according to my doctor. So I I have allergy. <laughs> I was I'm allergic to cats, but I live with two cats as well. So you know we gotta deal with what you've got to deal with. <laughs> but Mel, it's interesting you say that because somebody wrote on our Facebook page yesterday about how ever since they left Johannesburg, those sinus Things that they used away. to suffer every year. Yeah. yeah. It was quite well, I thought of you straight away. Dr. Vicky, who does Mansfield today with us, I mean we were talking about it when we were recording, and she just said, No, <clears throat> I tell you what, it's called sinus uh, Joburg sinus nose. Because <laughs> I was moaning about it. Like, listen to me, I'm all blocked up. She says, You and hundreds of other people in Joburg, and it's very much a thing. Is it a certain time of year? No, it happens all the way through the year, but it's it's definitely worse, and I think it's been exacerbated by anybody who's had, I mean, it, for anybody who's had COVID as well. So it's taken yeah, it on just that yeah. little bit further. All right, so there we have it. We've got all of these amazing things, and if you haven't seen Penguin Towns, find out if you can get uh, have a look at it because I loved it. Some people were like, nah, I didn't like it. I didn't like the way it was shot. I didn't no. like it. I loved every second of it. They said the, the story was contrived. So what? You know, just yeah, so natural. They made up a little narrative to go with it, sure. But I mean, look at the octopus yeah. teacher. Also, did incredibly yeah. well. We should be supporting our South African cinematographers and documentary makers. Absolutely brilliant. Well done to them. Totally. And we will catch up with <laughs> <laughs> my little moment. <laughs> Getting on late. All right. So people go I out love there. That box. Go out and be good to other people. Okay. Go and don't say, "Oh, I'm so miserable. Life is so hard." Go out and just. See if you can help one other person, okay? Even if it's just to say hi to somebody who's looking really down, who's working as a cashier or whatever, or just give somebody a smile 
I think that would make somebody's life. You, you never know what people are going through, and that could make all the difference in the world. Because I get that from yeah. Jenny every Wednesday, so I'm very, very happy. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, thank you so Likewise. very much. It's always lovely to see you. Go and have your. Don't get locked out your house again, okay? <laughs> we'll catch up with you again next week. Bye bye. <laughs> Thanks, Mal. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.